You're now listening to a Rat House Production Podcast. For more podcasts like this, head to rettahaus.net. Welcome, everybody. I am Steve, and you are listening to the Everything Bagel Podcast.
All right. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. <clears throat> Again, I am Steve, and today I am recording from uh, from Nerd Central, Nerd One Hundred and One, Geek Geek Central, Geek Nerd Dweeb, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm right in the thick of it here at Rat House Industries. I'm down here in beautiful La Mirada, right across the street from a frisbee golf course, which is fucking awesome. And it's like packed right now. They're having like a tournament or something. Are they having a tournament? Yeah, I think so. There's always tournaments here in uh, La Mirada. That voice right there that you are hearing is the owner and proprietor of Rat House Productions. Yes. He is the uh, um, mastermind behind this whole... This whole fucking thing, yes. and uh, he I wouldn't is say technically my boss, so he loves when I say that too. I it's fucking kinda... despise it. <laughs> I hate being called that nervous. You are my boss, so, and I'm like, no, I'm just the person that's that's running it all. Like, that equals a boss. I understand that. I just don't like the title <laughs> of it. I really don't. It bothers me. It like I feel I am as equal and as much. Uh, as a part of this is everybody else that's a part of the network, which is why I hate being called boss, because I feel like your boss is that head honcho that I sit in my office and I just tell you what to do. Like I'm in I'm in the trenches with you guys and we're all together. So can can what about sergeant? Can I just be a sergeant? Well no. Because they're in there too, right? Right? Well I mean Yeah. Kind I guess. I don't know. Okay. Bean's not here, he would know how to he would know how to Bean. answer that question. Which is why I was laughing, uh, at, and you guys could actually see this video. It's going to be on YouTube. Uh, I was laughing because when you said, I am Steve, I, the the first thing I wanted to say is, I am Bean. Because mm-hmm. I'm just so used to that, listening to it. So, uh, Bean, we miss you. Um, I'm still scared of you. That will probably never go away. Yeah. But uh, nonetheless, uh, w- we do miss you. And, and Bean's good. Beans, uh, beans. You know, now that he's away from the everything big, I'm like, man, dude, like, he really had, he had a nice, nice voice, very nice. He's voice not, radio. I mean, and, and and he's not away. He's just, he's just, he's doing it from Honduras because, yeah, he's recording stuff down there for the Everything Bagel podcast, and he's just going to release it sporadically on, on our feed. Do you think people are going to be like weirded out and be like? What is an everything bagel? And they're like, is there cheese on it? And like, I think Bean's going to have to explain it to the point where they're like, that is not an everything bagel. <laughs> and why would you call that a podcast? <laughs> Do you think that'll get to that point at all? He'll just say, ah, come back. We need to change the name, dude. <laughs> no, I, I think, I think uh, the, the majority of what he's going to be doing down there is just kind of uh, like a weekly journal. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to like kind of talk about what he's doing down there and like the villages he's gone yeah. to and like the food he's eaten and yeah. and like that kind of stuff. I so, thought he was going to interview people too. I don't, I don't, he might, uh, I, I, that'd be fucking great if he did. I don't know if he, if that's something he wants to do, but I mean, that'd be fucking cool. Uh, all, as far as I know, he's, he's going to just be doing mostly like, like, uh, like weekly kind of journal updates on like what he's mm-hmm. kind of been up to and yeah. stuff. There's a lot of like awesome stuff out there. That that is away from his work, like it yeah. has, it's not, you know. So he's like gonna try and take as much of an advantage of that kind of stuff as possible. So I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to when he when he when he releases that kind of stuff. He's gonna, get, gonna be really. He's good. gonna get you guys uh, street teamers in yeah, Honduras. He might. He's a fuck. He's a very uh, charismatic guy. So I, I you know I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't S- doubt it if he if he's able to 
to get some guys in there to still scares me though. Yeah. It, that will forever happen. I don't know why. And, uh, uh, it's absolutely ridiculous that he, that he scares you cause he's a fucking yeah, I think he, yeah, well that's the thing, teddy bear. That, but that's the thing is he's gigantic. So like me being five foot one, five foot two, mm-hmm. like he's so big and he's so like not as, um, He's very careful to choose his words and he chooses them wisely. So since he's not very like quick to kind of jump on and be very excited or over enthusiastic about things, uh, it's just kind of like he's just going to eat me and like he's just like judging me, <laughs> which he's totally not like he's not doing it. But it, of course, from from my uh, point of view, which is uh, probably a, a foot completely underneath him. Uh, it, it is it is scary sometimes, but uh, you know what? I have to uh, while I have the chance. Thank Jesse. Thank you so much, Jesse, for for coming onto the podcast. Uh, really appreciate it. It was a great episode. Hearing Steve get excited about uh, video games is a rare case to hear in general. Yeah. Uh, shout outs to my other very very close and old friend uh, Jesse Lira from the Third Party Controller Podcast. Yes. Uh, at JL Solid on Instagram, if you'd like to Look, give him a follow. We, we don't promote other podcasts on our uh, network. He's a, uh, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. He's a very dear old friend of mine, and uh, I'm beyond thankful that he offered to come in and kind of help me with this yeah. kind of stuff. So, so uh, shout outs to Jesse. Yeah, and the third party con- uh, controller podcast uh, with uh, Bethel Esparza and um, Joe Ramirez. Joe Ramirez. Which is, isn't Joe Ramirez, isn't that like a comedian? I have no clue. Either that or I have a cousin named Joe Ramirez. That's, this guy might be related to me, he, Steve. He could be, yeah. I'm going to go to Ventura and find out. No, I'm not. But uh, yeah, they're the only, uh, I, I will I- admit this with no shame whatsoever, they're the only, uh, <laughs> Steve, you do know you're being filmed. This fucking, this <laughs> fucking room is disgusting. No, I, I swept! I didn't know. The, oh, come on, man. It's fucking filthy. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> man. I tra- back into it. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, third Party Controller Podcast is the only gaming podcast that I listen to. It's the only one anybody should listen to because they are wise beyond their years. Yes, most definitely. But- Too many times have they spent... $60 on a game and have been ripped off. So if you want some help, man, definitely listen to them. Uh, that listening to them makes me want to get back into gaming, but then I realize how much it's going to cost, and I was like, yeah, no. Yeah. No. I mean, that's the good thing. You know, uh, I guess we can have this conversation right now um, because either before the year's over or right after the next year starts, I'm probably going to just bite the bullet and get a PS4 because I'm still, I'm still on the PS3 train. No, no. And uh, no, no, don't be excited over there. And uh, the PSVR, um, Jesse actually has it and he's 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 played it and it's fucking hilarious the way he it describes it to me because I haven't I haven't done it yet. Yeah. But uh, at some point I am going to be on third party controller and I'm, I'm hoping that I'll be able to do it then. But he was te- he was kind of showing me how or like kind of describing to me how it is and and like. He was like, me describing it to you doesn't do shit. Like, he goes, I can't. Like, you have to actually put the rig on and have the controllers and, yeah. and realize what I'm talking about when I'm... Yeah. Well, it's like, the same thing. Um, uh, I don't know if you listen to the podcast uh, when I went to Long Beach Comic Con, but they had a VR experience there. Mm-hmm. 
And they actually used the HTC Vive. Mm-hmm. And it was by far like the not only the weirdest experience I've ever had, but like the most beautiful gaming mm-hmm. experience. Ooh, excuse me. I apologize. The most beautiful gaming experience I've ever had, dude. Like it was. I feel like quoting uh, Megamind where it's like, it's unfathomable. Yeah. Fathomable. It's. You can't believe it. <laughs> like that's dude, it was it's so trippy and like uh some of the ideas that you have to get behind this in order to play VR is really interesting because like you can't move while playing VR and the game I was playing one of the triggers like throws out a um uh, like a beam that shows like, do you want to go to this place? Mm-hmm. So it has a little arc, kind of like uh, when you're throwing like a grenade in a game, it'll mm-hmm. show the trajectory and everything. Yeah. So it shows that and you click and you let go and it warps you to there. So you never have to move, but you you can still totally like turn around and stuff like that. I forgot what it's called, but um, if you check out uh, our Long Beach footage, you'll find it. And I think they made a million dollars in the first month that they released it. Wow. And that was via Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like an online, like you, you buy like games online, which is like where uh, Five Nights at Freddy's and that stuff's at. Yeah. So uh, that's like almost unheard of to make that much money through it. So it, it was it was trippy. It was, especially if you get a, you know, hopefully the, the PlayStation 4 is able to hold up with VR. Because mm-hmm. if Jesse's describing it the way he is, I'm guessing that it should. Because w- when I had to do this experience, they had to do like, uh, like the 1080p and 60 frames per second. So they had like m- like two computers having to kind of generate everything to make sure that it worked properly. And it mm-hmm. was it was awesome. I, I'm not a PlayStation guy, but uh, I'm very interested. Are you, are you thinking of maybe getting your family in on it too and like buying family games and having everybody be a part of it? Or my is it your my wife isn't really much of a game gamer at all. She doesn't really give a shit. Either way, my son will eat that shit up. So, like, I would love for, like, him and I to do that kind of stuff. But, like, what you're talking about, like, the, like, family-friendly kind of ones where him and I can play together. Look, the only game you need is on your phone, and it is Pac-Man Lite. That is the only game you need. Pac-Man Lite. I'll have to... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This, this is the game I'm playing most on my phone. And it's just, like, instead of, like, having the mm. up, down, left, right, you just swipe which yeah. way you want to go. So he's just going around. And you're just like, but like sometimes you have to like hit a corner. She's like, left down, left down. Oh please, yeah. I'll get it. Then the ghost right on you. So that that's all you need, man. Yeah, I I always love the classics. I I own the the six uh a Super Nintendo and Nintendo. I want to get a 64. I'm thinking of getting a Genesis as well. Like I kind of I I miss those ones. The games yeah. were simpler. I was a well. They were fucking hard. They were difficult as the fuck. Nintendo games? Like, at least Super Nintendo, like, yeah. you could pick and choose. But Nintendo games, dude. Yeah, because I, I was a Sega kid. I was a, I had a Sega Genesis when I was a kid. Some, and, some and, Ninja and, Gaiden? And, and, and Ninja, well, my Ninja Gaiden was Shinobi, was the Shinobi games. Uh, so, like, I played all the Shinobi games and, and I had a bunch of, like, Jet Fighter games and stuff like that. But, like, um, the role-playing games, there's one, there's one role-playing game. The, only RPG that I've ever really like, like the actual RPGs. Like you can you can call whatever you know some of the newer shit that's out now RPGs. But like I'm talking about like the pixelated, like along that kind of shit. Uh, it was called Sword uh, Sword of Vermilion, and it was uh, it was on Sega Genesis. It is 
some of the most beautiful like 16-bit music I've ever heard. And it's it's a fucking awesome game. And it still holds up. Like it's still something I could play now. I heard like I don't know if it was this game. It it probably wasn't. Okay, I see what it is. Oh wow. Okay, interesting. It's a great game. It looks like it looks like Pokemon back in the day. Yeah, it look it looks like the old Final Fantasy role playing games. It look it looks like all that kind of stuff. But I never got into that shit. And and this is the only one I ever liked. It was like the only one I ever like dug. I don't know if you guys want to stuff, uh, trust uh, Steve's opinion on gaming because five point five out of ten, IGN. Steve. Who the fuck is IGN? <laughs> Who the fuck is IGN? You know what? I think what we should do is we should submit it to the third party controller podcast to review and mm-hmm. see what their, their okay. review is. That would that'd be fair. But <laughs> that's more acceptable. But to get back to like my my my, my PlayStation uh, first point, yeah, like I was you know, I'm I'm gonna bite the bullet and get the PS4. But but why? And um because of Fallout Four. Because I've played I played Fallout Three and I played Fallout New Vegas and I love those games. And I wanted to play Fallout 4. And then, a couple weeks ago, the fucking little, like, 15-second trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2 came out. And that, Red Dead Redemption 2 is in my top five favorite games ever. Mm. The replay value of that fucking game. It, oh, it's 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 also for the it's VR? Also gonna, it's also gonna, wow, really? Awesome. That's really fucking... <laughs> You spent so much money. <laughs> I'm gonna spend so much money. Uh, but anyway, uh, like the replay value of Red Dead Redemption is insane. Like I could still play that game today. I, yeah. I actually am playing it currently, like at home, and uh, it's just it's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. And then I saw the 15 second little fucking thing they had, and it just like I can't Sold. fucking wait. Yeah. And and so. And then they have this, the remastering of Skyrim that, you know, I played Skyrim on PS3 and they, you know, we remastered it for PS4. And so I'll most likely get that. And then like, and with the, you, you know, you, that's uh, at least $180 right oh, there. Oh yeah, it's going to be, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going to be working a lot of overtime <laughs> at work, but, uh, well worth it, but it, you know, so I was talking to Jesse about that kind of stuff and, mm-hmm. and, and like, and we were just kind of having a conversation about, cause we had it a little bit on the last episode yeah, yeah. him and I were talking about it and cause him and I are both huge metal gear guys. Like we, yes. when in high school we were, and, you know, in up until present day, like we're big and I still haven't played the fifth metal gear. Solid. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played it yet. It's, 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 it's well, on my snake list. is snake is gone, right? Uh, believe so. Yes. After, uh, metal gear solid four, he, he was done. So, and they're still continuing on yeah, the franchise? Yeah, because you, you, there's, the, the Metal Gear Solid universe is so fucking vast. And, like, there's so many sections of it that you can play as either Solid Snake or, you know, Big Boss or, you know. So, like, I think Metal Gear Solid 5 is with Big Boss. It's with Snake's, with Solid Snake's dad. Okay. You know, it's... See, yeah, I never got into any of those. Yeah. Like, my games back in... Back in my day, my games, uh, I used to play, like... I really wasn't a big gamer, but, like, bread and butter of all time, number one, nothing can beat it, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time is the best Zelda game, yes. No, but for me, it's the best game. The best game, period? Period. Okay. Yes. Nothing, that's fair, and that's fair. I, you know, Nothing compares. This is the shield from Ocarina of Time See, there you on go. my arm. The, the Hyrule shield. Yeah. Uh, I actually have, uh, I bought 
a uh, the foam um, sword. Oh, okay. And uh, the hero sword. It's it, no, it's a master sword. Master sword or hero sword? Master. Uh, the master sword. And I, it's actually in my room and I've been waiting to like, I'm going to mount it up somewhere and, and stuff, but it was great. Cause I was walking around at, at long beach. If, yeah. if it's speaking of that this past time. And I was like, Oh my God, it's a master. How much? And like $15 sold. And yeah. like, just like threw my money at him. But I found out when I was at Kamikaze, I was like, look, there's my sword. And I'm walking with my girlfriend and she's like, yeah, that's, it's $10 there. I was like, son of a, <laughs> so but yeah, got, that, yeah, that's the, that's the best game of all time. Cause it was the only game, like I put so much time and effort to and i actually gave up on it because i couldn't beat the water temple Mm -hmm. typical damn zelda game and i left it for like three months my buddy's like hey did you beat zelda i go no i got stuck in the water temple and he was like you want to help you and he helped me like get through the water temple but then after that i ended up finishing the game but yeah that was the only game where like i truly invested on myself other than that it's like it's basically like mario karts and uh uh, once again, back in the day for 64, especially since I had like, I had four friends that lived around mm-hmm. here, we'd come to my house and we would either play WWF attitude mm-hmm. or WWF WrestleMania oh, 2000, okay. which WrestleMania 2000 was like, was like punk rock to us, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. cause it, it was first off black cartridge mm-hmm. And like all, all the Nintendo 64s were gray. Yeah, were light gray. Yeah, and on top of it, I think that was the one where you could actually get out of the ring and go along the sides. Oh, okay. I think one of them you couldn't. I know for sure, I think WCW versus NWO Revenge, when you fell off the ring, you had to get back in the ring and you started the mm-hmm. count. 10 count and stuff and i think wrestlemania was the one where you can like get weapons and like hit each other with yeah. it so that the, those were like my games and then later on when i played x of uh, when i was playing xbox i don't know i think the only ones i own now which are for 360 would be the call of duties and and i don't even play online because yeah. like i don't want to hear the little 10 year old kid being like oh, screw your mother yeah. and i'm like really bro like I know I suck, but like, don't, don't patronize me, yeah. you know, uh, that and Halo. That's, that's practically that. I think those are the only ones I play. I never got into Skyrim. Yeah. Never, I mean, I got into fables. The but, fa- fable games were good. I, I enjoyed them. Yeah. But, uh, but I wasn't, I, I didn't play them much because I was a PlayStation guy and those yeah. were Xbox games, but I, I enjoyed the fable games. I'm, when a, I did I'm play an them. Xbox guy. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I saw, I see uh, Diablo three. Uh, the uh, that is not mine. That's not yours. That is not mine. And not only that, but Diablo three is not even in the case. What's oh, wow. in it uh, was uh, when we first started doing the uh, monthly themes of Comics After Dark. You go ahead and check out Comics After Dark in iTunes and Stitcher mm-hmm. under Comics After Dark podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, we would put uh, we when we first did the months, we did Civil War. Yeah, and our and one of our listeners was like, "Hey, I have uh, Marvel." what is it? Marvel something Alliance, that ultimate Alliance, Marvel ultimate Alliance two, which follows the civil war, uh, the civil war storyline. So we reviewed the game and it ended up being trash, but you know, he put that game in that case. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah. Okay. Yes. I'd never, I've never, sorry. Yeah. Uh, cause the only, the only reason I bring it up is cause <laughs> Diablo, the, the very first Diablo, huh. um, they actually released for console. So like, my buddy had the PS, uh, the PlayStation version of Diablo yeah, One. Yeah, we played that game till it 
disintegrated. Like it, we played that game morning, noon, and night. It was the fucking best game. I I still love that game to to this day. It's it's one of my favorites yeah. ever. Um, we spent so much fucking time playing that game. So many Mountain Dew Code Reds. So <laughs> many fucking pizzas. So like so many trips to the fucking donut shop. Like. I am surprised. And you're still trying to work that off. Yeah, I know. It's like, you know, no wonder I ballooned up to fucking. (laughs) That was was the downfall. Carbs on top of carbs on top of sugar. On top of sugar, (laughs) on top of me working at a gas station where all of that is is Yeah, uh, yeah, that's all it sells. That's that's all of that is available for me to eat and drink all day. The donuts or whatever. Yeah, the donuts with the fucking coconut shavings on them and shit. and Yeah. Chocodiles and all that, yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, almond Snickers. Almond Snickers were my shit. Real quick, uh, uh, can can we go eat? Uh, I want to take you to Zombie Donuts after this when we go to BevMo. What is it? Zombie Donuts. It's kind of like, uh, do you know what California Donuts is? Yes, I do. I've been there. Okay, so Zombie Donuts is like the horror version of California Donuts. Uh, okay. So they'll have like voodoo donuts where like there's like a little thing stabbed in the donut guy. Yeah. And like supposedly like one of them is like... Is this a place where there's going to be a fucking line out the door though? No. That's the great thing is that it's Orange County so nothing goes out the door. Okay. <laughs> like, say, it's not I, like LA where like all the hipsters just crowd around yeah, it. Yeah, because I, I, I went with Bean to uh, California Donuts to get... Um, cause he, he got, um, a donut like box made for his wife yeah, for yeah, her yeah. birthday yeah. and it spelled out happy birthday. Yeah. And, yeah. And they have that. And yeah. so he, he, we, he asked me to go with him one day. So to go get it. And so I went to go get it and I went with him and, and, uh, the fucking line was just, it was ridiculous. And like, and not on, and on top of that, him and I had to pee so fucking I was going to say, was this and during this the is, Seinfeld no, 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 no. Okay. This is uh, this was before it, I think. Yeah, this was before the Seinfeld thing. Okay. Um, we had to pee so fucking bad, and like the area that California Donuts is in is not a nice area. It's kind of shitty. Yeah. So like we were just like we were looking all over the place for a fucking bathroom. I asked the lady at California Donuts. I was I almost offered to pay them money. Like, can I just use your fucking? Go back there. I like I'm about to pee my pants on the street, you know. And, and so we were just looking. We just decided to go. Pea corner? We, we, we walked. Dumpster? We, we walked um, down. There was a laundromat. And, uh, and so we walked into the laundromat and and it's there was a fucking door there with that said restroom on it. So I fucking, I went and like put my shoulder into it. And it was one of the ones that has the lock on it with, oh. that you have to pay money to get into. <laughs> And so I just had, you know, I happened to have change on me. So I spent like $35, uh, $35, $35 I, on a toilet. I, I would have spent $35 <laughs> because I had to pee so fucking bad. It was one of those pees that I had to sit down to pee because there was so much of it in me. Like I was up to my you're neck. Leaning, you're <laughs> I was up to my neck with piss. And it's so like. Austin powers in it is just like going just, off. <laughs> yeah. And I, so I, I like I. The you know the thirty five cents got in there took a thirty five thirty five cents and it was like so you had a quarter and a nickel the quarter and I a mean dime. not dime so I apologize yeah. I can't do math yeah. a quarter and a dime you had because that, that 
I mean, a quarter, understandable. Mm-hmm. But to carry around a dime? Yeah. No, I, unheard of in this generation. I, just, I, I fucking... And I, I that's the thing. I never carry change. Yeah. I don't, I don't carry... So that was a... So that was like a... Like <laughs> God was at yeah, your side. Someone was watching me because... But like that Calif- the, the the donuts we had at that California donuts place was fucking great. So oh, I am yeah. I am looking forward to getting a coffee and a donut at this zombie yeah, donuts. Zombie donuts. Uh, at Z-O-M-B-B, zombie donuts. Uh, real quick before we go into our next song, um, I want to say I know you're a PlayStation guy, and obviously you're all about the Di- uh, Diablo. Um, I was I'm actually uh, I'm so much of an Xbox guy that like. Like I played Doom on mm-hmm. on Xbox, and that was like that was actually my jam for a very long time. Like I beat it multiple times. Dude, you've burped like four times on this I, fucking. Pod. Dude, it's because of the fucking it's, relax on that shit. It's dude. it's because of the freaking. Uh, it's fucking disgusting. I'm trying not to. I swear. That's why I'm just trying to <laughs> blow it out. Like I'm trying really hard not to. I swear to God. Um, uh, but in all fairness, you've burped twice not recording on the podcast. Yeah, not reporting. Yeah, not recording. I'm trying on the not to. I swear, yeah. I don't normally drink soda. I'll burp all day long, but, <laughs> but it's not on not the on the fucking. Uh, <laughs> I, I swear to you, I I I don't drink soda a lot. So this was just kind of to wake me up, and we'll get into that later. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. How da- water is water. It's not supposed to be carbonated. No, it's fucking. How dare you? It's delicious. Anyway, anyway so, getting back uh, to what you're so yeah, uh, at, playing Doom. That would be the only reason that I would want to buy an Xbox One mm-hmm. and update everything is because I would want to play yeah. Doom 4. The, the fall- and, well, what? Why am I going to look? You could talk, dude. It's fine. It's on PS4. Yeah. I understand it's on PS4. And, and in fact, but I, would, I wouldn't play a PlayStation. That's just... The updates on PlayStation take like three days. I just, the only reason I was because I started off with Xbox. I had the Elite. You know, yeah. cost me I have to go Xbox. Yeah. That 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 sounds yeah, but see, I'm not. I'm also not one of those gamers that plays for eight hours straight. Yeah. Like I used to play Gears of War, and I would listen to because uh, I felt all G. I listened to uh, the Chronic 2000, and I would skip. And I would skip. I would skip like the first two tracks, and it would yeah. and like I just felt like it got me in the mood because the first song was "Things Just Ain't the Same" for gangsters. Times are changing, and I'm like, yeah. And I'd start playing it, and it would. I would always right before because I would play it in my living room. One of the songs on there is called "Pause for Porn," and like you heard, like uh, uh, and like all this stuff. So I made sure that I shut off the Xbox before it got to that track because my family was around. So I'd only play it for like an hour or so. But yeah, uh, uh, I w- I would play. I I would only do it. So I could get Doom Doom Four. Yeah, the, uh, the trust me. The only reason I'm doing the the PS4 is for Fallout Four. That's that's well, that that's that's the that's the foot in the door to the PS4. That was the reason why I want to get one in the first because I every console that comes out, I'm always just like, this is it. I'm not getting another one. Like I'm fucking done. And then six years later, they come out with a new yeah. one, and then I fucking end up getting it. But more so, the the Fallout games to me are it's there you you're fucking you're by yourself and that's like and like that's it and that's what I love about that game it you actually for me I feel like I'm in that universe and I feel yeah, like I'm yeah. fucking by myself and then yeah the, the difficulty settings where you can literally have to drink water yeah have to yeah 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 
By the way, that is our our producer uh, Aaron. Yes, speaking right now. That is uh, producer Aaron uh, doing the Lord's work right now. Yes, the, the voice uh, of God for us going on fools errands for that, fucking but, Matt to that, go get fucking light bulbs. But that's that why work. that's why I like Doom was like it. it I would actually uh, get scared to go around like corridors and stuff, and mm-hmm. it uh, it definitely immersed me a, into the game. Again, I don't know, and Aaron might be able to answer this. Um, have Have you played The Last of Us? Is that for Xbox? It's PS4. No, it's PS4. It's PS4 exclusive. Dude, one of the best games I've ever played. It is. It, it, so it's not. You can't even get it on like 360 or anything at all. Period. No. For Xbox. Okay. Well, then you're fucked. <laughs> but, uh, Thanks, Steve. But it just looks to me, you're fucked. But uh, <laughs> the 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 Last of Us. Honestly, I might even give you my PS3 when I'm when yeah. I finally do the upgrade. Can, it is, can you just make sure it's updated it so I don't have three days? It is one of the most beautiful things I've ever witnessed or seen with my own two eyes, period. It's up there with the birth of my child. It is like, it is gorgeous. It is a gorgeous game. That's, it's a fucking terrifying game. I think I've played it because that's the one where like, like some sort of outbreak happens and I think the beginning, quote me if I'm wrong, I mean, uh, tell me Correct if I'm wrong. You, Correct yeah. me. Yeah, sorry. Don't quote you. Once again, uh, uh, I've, I'm tired and the, and I'm burping a code mm-hmm. red and it's not working out. But uh, that's the beginning of the game where like you're, you're driving and then like a car accident happens and then you have to run down a hill and there's like a guy, there's like a secure, not an army guy with like a gun and yes. like, you decide whether you use your gun or let him like take you or something yeah. and... No, you yeah. don't. You don't get the option okay, at that point. But option. but what you're talking about that is. I played that, the the demo of it. I, okay. I believe it is either that I, or it's like my cousins and he owned it. And it's I played that little it's bit. fucking beautiful. It is it is absolutely gorgeous. And so like, uh, the, Jesse, and that's a Jesse Lira recommendation. That game because I was telling him like I'm trying. Oh, I'm Jesse trying, backs it. Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna play. I'm, it I'm getting. No, uh, I'm joking. You know, I'm, I'm slowly getting back into playing games. Like, is there anything for PS3 you would recommend? And he had recommended, when he used to work at GameStop, he had recommended Heavy Rain. And that was another game that was fucking gorgeous. And so I I always go to Jesse whenever I like I have a rec- like I need a recommendation yeah, for yeah. video games or like uh any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's my guy to go to for that. And so um any and in every single one of his recommendations has been a home run. So yeah. like he has a very good track record. Yeah. And like he told me about The Last of Us, and I and I I picked it up, and was in love with it. it. It's it's like, it's a it's a perfect pie, and it's perfect, like sections of fucking yeah. terrifying, beautiful. Like there's a little bit of of like comedy in there, a little bit of like some like funny lightheartedness, stuff, lightheartedness, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's just. It's perfect. It's an absolute. It's a diamond. It's it, you know. I have to somehow, some way play that. Like I said, that, when, when I do make the jump to PS4, you can have my PS3. Sweet. You can fucking have it, and, and, and it has all the saves on it. So yeah, it could be you really can lazy. just jump into all of my <laughs> old games. You know? Um, I think that I, I want to of of the last. I have not tried it. Is it okay? I, I would want to. The the only other game that I think I would want to invest in, and you guys are probably gonna make fun of me, but I would want to buy Cuphead. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Do you, you, you not know what it is either? So Cuphead is uh, just imagine like imagine being an adult and you made a game that looks like the old Mickey cartoons and making it as demented and twisted as possible. And that's essentially what Cuphead is. It looks exactly like the old Disney cartoons, but there's times where like 
the screen like melts and does weird stuff and you have to defeat these enemies and stuff. So like, it's just a weird like trip and a half. And it, it's a side scroller too, which is virtually unheard of now uh, yeah. via console, you know? So I I, I would want to play that because I, I, I like those games, you know? And on top of the, huh? The side scroll, you know, uh, like, uh, It'd be like, like Mario. A, yeah, like a Mario, where it's How just I, the, it's yeah. just the, the what you're yeah. looking at is just yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I'd wanna, I would, I'd wanna buy. That. See, mm-hmm. I have just like this weird, like, yeah, like, like, like uh, just weird eclecticness to like my my cup of tea with like games like if everybody's into it when it's video games i usually don't get into it yeah even the call of duty is like the only I'm, reason i got into it is because of zombies I'm i love zombies the same way with fucking movies dude i'm the same exact way with, with we'll movies. get into that after we this can song. we can get we can get into that after the next fucking song here uh the next song is by a band called sun sleeper and it is called come back home Thank you. 
right, everybody. And we're back. Again, that was Sunsleeper with the song Come Back Home. Sunsleepermusic.bandcamp.com Do they sleep on the sun? I have no idea, but they make really, really good music. And uh, I really suggest that everybody that's listening to this right now, all 12 of you, um, 13, if you could please go to Sunsleeper Music and you know support them because they're fucking fantastic. Speaking of supporting, you could also download Lyft and use our promo code RHP and you will get your first 10 rides $5 off. So you go ahead and do that as well. That helps us with a kickback, especially it's a little kickback, but you know it's a kickback nonetheless. But if you also want to get an extra job and get some extra money, drive for Lyft and use our promo code and you will get a $500 bonus once you complete your first 100 rides. And that actually gives us a huge kickback. If it wasn't for that, you know, uh, uh, I was able to buy Steve uh, 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 stickers for the Everything Bagel podcast. Mm-hmm. We're able to buy stickers for Comics After Dark. And that actually does help us out as well. Yeah. If, you, if you're feeling generous, you could also go to net, And we do have a donation page where you could just donate us money. Yeah, Nobody's done it yet, but you know... <laughs> Yeah, it's I mean, there. We we're thinking. Yeah, we're gonna get there. Yeah, I, I, you know, and I've talked to Matt about this ad nauseum, but he says that I, he wants to be a millionaire. I and don't. He's not gonna settle for anything. You know, else. I, I, I <laughs> like the the punk rock aspect of of doing this thing, and I, I don't like. I, I I get most of my influence from Ian Mackay, and Ian Mackay would make everything himself. He would. You know, they would handwrite the fucking flyers for the shows. They would fucking use the wheat glue or whatever that they would fucking make. Wheat glue? Wheat paste or whatever. They made like a... It's Why in the, it's, I, it's a... Is it a vegan thing? Because it has flour in it. I think that's that's the reason why they... A, uh, in the I don't know if you've read Get in the Van. It's a Henry Rollins book. Mm-mm. And it chronicles his, his time with Black Flag. Mm-hmm. It's a great book. And it's a great um, intro to Henry Rollins' books. I don't know if you've read any of his stuff. Not a thing. He, because uh, his his writing's very abrasive and he's very confrontational. So, get in the van is a good mixture of his journal entries and then he just writes these kind of like small little like two paragraph like short stories that are fucking psycho. Yeah. And um, but in get in the van he talks about when they used to live in this like little fucking like flat old like warehouse. And and they would go out every day and they had like basically like they would slather the fucking because this is back when like they were still looked at like they were fucking criminals. So like they would go out during the day and they would put their flyers up for shows and they would like put this paste okay, over the top okay. of them. Yeah, yeah. And it was a mixture of like flour and something, something and something else. And it would basically made it to where you it could not close it down. You couldn't pull that shit down. Like, and so, like it was, It'd be, I would say like wheat and like egg, it, like it, egg whites something, or something like that. I, I I can't remember the exact mixture, but it had like flour in it, and it had like it had like shit you can get in your house, like and they just mixed it all together, and they just would slather. Does it, it say on. how they figured this out? No, I I don't remember. If it does, I don't I don't remember how. Well, I do I do recall. Uh, I was watching Henry Rollins stand up comedy, and he was talking about. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but he he doesn't say who it is, so I'm gonna just throw it out there. Mm-hmm. I think he's talking about Greg Jinn. Greg Ginn, yes. Is it Ginn or Jinn? I believe it's Ginn, but who I cares? I would say Jinn. 
Oh, well, it is what it is. But yeah, um, it was telling him like about the story of Black Flag and him living with them, and he would just come out and like say these like really weird things. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it address anybody that was like the alpha male and that would address well, weird things? That was that's Greg Ginn. Okay, like, he, so yeah, he was. I mean, especially if you look, especially if you look at the the later years of Black Flag, like they, um, like my war they went and all through, that. They went through so many lineup changes, yeah. because of Greg Ginn, because he was he was a fucking tyrant, and yeah. so like he, you know, that's why they just they fucking like nonstop would just go through members because. Yeah. No one fucking wanted to deal with this guy because he was just he was just insane. Yeah. Well, that one one of the stories is that they they he took him to the supermarket mm-hmm. and like he like ripped like a steak in half mm-hmm. and like just started eating it raw. Yeah. And is like this is our steak and like nobody stops him and like Henry Rollins is like oh well I guess this is what yeah. we're supposed to do and just I think that's why Henry stuck around with with Black Flag so long was that he was so young from his SOA days and he, you know, basically like like Greg wanted Indians. He didn't want another chief amongst the group. So as you could tell, Keith Morris is definitely a chief uh, w- with all the projects that he's had. Mm-hmm. Um, Dez. Dez. Chuck. Um, Chuck, and we were missing one more person. Well, Tony. fucking... Tony Kadena. No, no, yeah. Tony, no, Tony Kadena is the adolescent singer who... Who am I thinking of? Because he oh Reyes. Reyes Reyes and Reyes is like now not even like well he just came back for a a Black Flag reunion but prior mm-hmm. to that he actually like left the punk rock scene and started a family and stuff but uh, uh, back into it Henry Rollins was was the one it seems out of all the group that was willing willing to listen and just be like okay this is what you want me to I do I wouldn't I'm say listen I would say willing to put up with you think so oh well shit. obviously like, uh, you read the yeah. book it's um, I mean. I, at me the beginning, reading, he seemed very. Me reading one book doesn't make me the authority on Black Flag, but I just the sense I got from the, the book is just this is how Greg was, and I don't. I think Henry just at a certain point, for me at least, the way I looked at it was Henry liked doing this thing, and if he had to just fucking put up with Greg, yeah, then that's what it. he had to do to, to to keep doing this thing, yeah, and be, and it got to a point where like. They would play with bands like Venom and and like fucking metal bands, dude. Yeah. Like they would play with and they would wipe the fucking floor with Venom. They would really and black and, and Henry would say it all the time is he loved going on first. He loved being the opening band because he wanted he, he wanted to the- destroy the the closer. Mm-hmm. He wanted them he wanted everybody to leave by the time the closer got on. Like he that that's that's what he and that and I loved that attitude. I, you know, I I never was much for the the confrontational part of Henry Rollins, but yeah, but I liked that work ethic. You know, that work ethic was like something I really, I, I, I could never do that mm. if I was in a band. Like I would feel, I'd feel like I disrespected mm. uh, the headliner. But what I will say is uh, being in a band now and, and writing the lyrics that I'm writing and, and trying to chase the dream that I have, um, I would I would definitely always want to give one hundred and ten percent at any show that I'm going to play, and yeah. I'm I'm going to be. I mean, I showed Steve the video uh, of me singing, and as you guys guys can already tell, I talk a lot, so it's natural for me to want to be a singer. Um, I 
I would always, I would, I move, I move a lot. Little in practice alone, give me a stage. It might even be crazier. I might be jumping into the crowd and stuff. So am I trying to overshine the headliner? No, but am I going to be me? 110 percent yeah and, and, and i think that. in the book if i remember it's been a long time since i've read it. i should reread it it's a really good book um he talks about like because you know at that point black flag was kind of considered like the elder statesman of of the u.s hardcore scene like they were looked yeah. at like you know they one, of, one of the one of the big you know one of the big few you know, they were up there with Minor Threat and they were up there with Bad Brains and, they, you know, like... If not beyond that. They were up there with, you know, the Misfits and that that group of, of yeah. bands from the whole country. But, like, when Henry got on with Black Flag, because they went from Keith Morris, who was just a skinny nerd, and then they got, you know, and they went from Dez, who was just kind of the same way, and then, you know, Reyes. But then when Henry came in, Henry was this skinny, kind of ripped kid with a shaved head. And and he would he didn't put up with shit. So like, yeah, you know, guys would fucking guys would come at him, and he would knock them fucking crazy. Yeah, and then and then, but all that did was made the punks want to fuck with him more. Yeah, and and, and so like, there's footage of of Henry just getting slapped in the face. It shows, and, and like, he deck he deck like, somebody. Yeah, and like guys like smushing him in the face and like slapping him and throwing shit at him, and 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 so it's like, well. Why do you think he turned out like this? Yeah. Because he fucking, you he, know, like, he was the he was the less uh vulgar like GG Allen if you will. Because he didn't cut himself, he didn't throw poop. Yeah, but he like he people would want to fight didn't him and he would poop yeah. and fucking Yeah, but he would want to shoot heroin into <laughs> yeah. his dick and yeah. <laughs> but he would want to fight him and they would want to fight back. So like mm-hmm. the the only thing under GG the closest of a front man that acted as aggressive as Gigi would probably be Henry Rollins in the punk rock scene. There's nobody else that that you, you never really heard of like people wanting to fight the lead singer and like people would intentionally go to black flag shows to try to pick a fight with him. And it's almost like it's, it's like picking a fight with a guy that like, you know, can kick your ass, but for some odd reason you're going to want to do it. Yeah. Please direct any hate mail. Uh, <laughs> towards Matt at uh, Rathouse. That is con- contact at Rathouse. R e t t h a u s dot net. By the way, uh, uh, you were telling me uh, real quick. Speaking of Rathouse, that there was there's a picture that took place in Germany. Well, um, I will get into that story right after this next song because okay. we we kind of went long in the beginning. So I kind of want to just cut real quick to this this next song. I hear that's not a common complaint when it's long in the beginning. This is a song called I Am The Sun by the band Release The Long Ships.
All right. Again, that was Release the Longships. ReleaseTheLongships.bandcamp.com. Yeah. So, uh, we actually have someone else joining us now. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, producer Aaron. Producer Aaron decided to jump on the extra yeah. mic and, and kind of hang out with us for the last little part of the show. All right, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're obviously the voice of God for a minute, but <laughs> yeah. we have uh, you have been dethroned, unfortunately. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, we've kicked you off your cloud. Yeah, it happens. I bl- I blame Steve. And no, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, you want to get into that uh, into that picture? Well, it was uh, it wasn't so much a picture. Um, Bean's wife Samantha, who cuts my hair, uh, she is a wonderful hairstylist. Uh, Whiskey and Honey Salon. You should check them out on uh, Instagram and uh, yes. and uh, give her a follow. She um, she recently went on a trip to Germany to to uh, visit a couple of her and Bean's friends. And um, while they were down there, they went to a play. I don't I forget if it was a bar or if it was some kind of it was something. It was a pub or a bar or something. Yeah. In I think Paris, um, that was called Rat House. And, and, uh, I'm famous. So she she uh, she told me she was like, oh, I went to a place. I went to a place and it's called Rat House. And uh, and she was, I got you something. And I go, oh, wh- really? And uh, she was like, yeah, we. Uh, I got a bunch of coasters from that place. No. So she was like, but she didn't give them to me then. She was like, I, I forgot them today, but I'll I'll give them to you next time I see you. Sick. And so I'll have to mail you guys some yeah. Rat House coasters. That so, is awesome. Yeah. See, I, I I mean something to the world. So, like you guys, our our reach is far, is far out there. Yes, uh, you guys do know why it's called Rat House, right? I I do not know, and I wanted to, I was going to ask you. So it's called. It's ra- not fucking racist or something like that, right? Not I'm at not all. Not in the slightest. Something fucking. Well, my nickname's Matt the Rat, uh-huh. and I I. You know, I basically do everything out of my house. So I figured rat house, house, like H-O-U-S-E, mm-hmm. just doesn't sound interesting. So I was like, H-A-U-S, that sounds interesting. Which I kind of damned myself in the long run because like, ha- that's why I have to spell it. But I love it <laughs> because like I'll listen to like Gungo, which I actually was going to wear my Gungo shirt. But shout out to Mike Russo, Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast. I love hearing a podcast and being like, uh, you know, shout out to Rat House Productions. You know, check it out, R-A-T-T-H-A-U-S. And I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> like it, it, It's like I didn't intend it to be a thing, but it, it became like a thing. So when people, whenever people explain Rat House they always spell it too. So like the gimmick that I started with having to spell it has now became a thing and, and I love it. Uh, but yeah, that's why is, <laughs> is it, I, I kind of got the idea because of, uh, TMNT, uh, the original, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic when it came out, it was through Mirage studios and it was because it was literally a Mirage. You thought they had a studio, <laughs> but what they had was essentially a sofa like this and they drilled those old, uh, those old uh, uh, elementary school desks, tabletops. you know, the, yeah, like the tabletop that like mm-hmm. like it has the arm and then it has the desk. They just drilled it into the <laughs> sofa and they just drew everything through there. So that's why they got the name Mirage <laughs> that's Studios. Nice. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, that's kind of what I wanted. It was like Rat House Productions. You know, sounds like this big thing, but it's actually just like me, Matt the Rat, doing stuff out of my house. Yeah. So Rat House. <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah, so that that I I tried to get creative with it. I mean, it, it's it's stupid, but you know. How did uh, how did Aaron? How did you become involved with? I, I knew. Yeah, how did you? I knew Tiffany involved. from high school. I miss drug dealer. That's what it was. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> no, I just knew her through the high school, and then I saw them and what they were doing and interviewing like real people. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I was impressed by it. So I hit her up. I had my camera and was hoping to like up the production value. Yeah. And just let them know, hey, if you need an extra cameraman, let me know. And yeah. Once I met everybody, they're all like-minded people. So yeah. We all got along real quick. Yeah. I mean, Aaron not only came on and far surpassed the expectation that I thought he was going to have, uh, which uh, I will be getting into on the Christmas episode, thanking uh, everybody that comes through. But uh, Aaron hit the ground running. He hit the ground running. And as you could tell, like just telling him right now, do you want to jump in? And he did. Rather than sitting in the corner, um, you know, he it was the same thing with Hunt for the Paranormal. And he's like, oh, my God, you guys are into the paranormal, too. And now he's going to be a regular on the Hunt for Paranormal. And he's their third co-host, something we weren't expecting at all. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, the moment he walked in, uh, not only did he um, shine as bright as a, a crystally uh, a nug of weed, um, uh, he, he also, you know, was just willing to engage with us to the fullest potential that he had. I mean, uh, walking in, he showed us this awesome image of comics after dark and he made, he made our logo look like hyper realistic and he added like spiders and bats cause it's at night and they almost look like ghostly and, and he made the moon look like real and mm-hmm. sp- like deep space behind it. And like, we didn't even ask him to do that. He just came on like, Oh yeah, I saw your logo. Like, check this out. Almost as if it was like I I, I shit gloriousness for <laughs> breakfast, dude. Like it was just crazy. I was like, oh my god, like this is awesome. So, um, and on top of it, he's a writer, and uh, Aaron, you're you're very creative, and I, that's why I can't look you in the eyes when I'm when <laughs> well, I'm complimenting you, you right now. But yeah, he he hit the ground sure. running. So, um, I recently tweeted this out, basically saying that you know my it's taken four years, but my vision it, it it's finally like coming through, and Steve. Um, uh, as much as I'm probably going to do this at the at the Christmas episode, uh, Steve is a huge reason that uh, I I haven't stopped doing a lot of the things. Oh God! Nicely done. Uh, a lot of the things that I wanted to stop doing, but <laughs> I'm sorry. Now sorry, I can't take going. it seriously yeah, after keep going. that. Sorry. Um, Steve Steve is the reason that you know, like uh, there were times that I wanted to throw in the towel uh, with not only Rat House, but um, other other aspects that that came in with uh, with Rat House and producing stuff, and uh, you have always been there to, to to be that person to be like, look, like you got to continue on, or you do this or do that, and you put your opinion in. And as you could tell, you know, it's been what a two year relationship so far between us. Getting close, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I, I still remember not not far after being in Reek and I put out our our like first couple episodes. Sorry, Liz. That was the episode. I think. Sorry, Liz was the one. It was the one. Were you okay? It, it, I got. Shit, I got was... in contact with you at, at Sorry, Liz. So yeah, part we haven't two. hit. We haven't hit two years yet because we barely hit two years with the podcast. Period. Like in May, May or March. Okay, so maybe like years. Yeah. Uh, more than a year. Then. Coming up on it. It was great, Aaron. Dude, they they. <laughs> first off, shout out to Reek, especially if you're watching, um, uh, or listening. But Reek, like. Oh man, he cut out Liz's 
Steve's wife's uh, audio and <laughs> like edited it to the point where it was like it sounded like she was saying stuff that she wasn't saying so it was like <laughs> you guys were gonna keep it really PG and I just couldn't stop thinking about dick and there were these two guys and there was just so much dick 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 and then like at the very end it was like they're like the audio has been altered. Please don't be mad at us, Liz. It was, freaking, it was by far one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. And um, uh, that's when I reached out to the Everything Bagel, and it's been yeah. history so in it's the coming, making sense. It's, it's coming up on two years in, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, uh, definitely glad. Actually, I have, to, I have to admit, Jose is the reason that that I picked you guys up was uh, Jose was one that told me like check out this podcast they're called the Everything Bagel and I listened to you guys and that's when I reached out to you I'll and um, be meeting Jose for the first time today oh yeah 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 it, it, yeah uh, but uh, he was the re- he sent me to you guys and from there it's finally turning into like it's always been the Everything Bagel and Comics After Dark. And that was about it and it was like I got a production company people <laughs> yeah you know and that's like when you have called me and you've been a little overwhelmed with things and you got to realize why you do it in the first place. And the reason you do it in the first place is to have fun. Mm. It's, yeah. This is supposed to be something that you look forward to doing. And then when you wake up in the morning and you're all fucking pissed and stressed out because you have deadlines and blah, 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 you have to remember why you do it in the first place. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and like, do I think I'm ever going to make any money off of this fucking thing? Fuck. No, I don't. But if it happens, it happens. And, yeah. you know, like, I am more than happy continuing to do this show with Bean for free for the next 30 years. Like, I, I have. You guys I, heard it here. That's a binding contract. Like, I, you know. <laughs> but see, that's where our job comes in. And I believe you guys can make money with this. And yeah. And, that, and, and that's a way to do it. That's and, the thing is that. Uh, why not? You know, uh, and, and I, I agree with both of you guys. Like, and Steve is right. Like, you know, I wake up in the morning and I still love it. Like that's why I'm sitting here. That's why I put together right now the the Christmas podcast that yeah. we're about to record and I didn't ask anybody for any money or anything. I want to feed you guys because you guys see my vision and be like, "I believe in you, dude, and I trust you." So that's why it's like, "Here's my thank you to you guys. Like, let's all get together. Let's have some drinks. Let's make some memories and and that's it." And uh, that is the way that is the way that it starts but at the same time like how can I describe this? I feel like I'm Stretch Armstrong. And if I'm not breaking, I'm going to keep stretching. Yeah. So as stressful as I am, I totally like, it's not killing me. (laughs) So I'm going to continue and help. And as long as if it benefits everybody, there's no reason for me not to do it. So that's why I've been doing it for so long and wanting to produce shows and do it. And and, And that's the thing is that as much as the recording as I love to do the recording, I love the business aspects of it too. Cause it, it makes me feel like it makes me feel like someone else outside of you guys was like, I listen to you. I recognize you guys. I have faith in you as well. I'm willing to work with you. So yeah. I get, I get kicks from like every, every which way direction. So exactly. as, uh, if, you know, hypoth- not hypothetically, theoretically, uh, I'm essentially Homer, when like he finds out that like he keeps having kids, so with every podcast that comes on, yeah, they're like the kid, and I like rip out my hair, and I'm, I like, yeah, mentally I only have the two hairs up top, but physically yeah. I I have a full head of hair, so um, I love it as, as and and that's the thing that a lot of people I think don't understand. There's there's a lot 
that I put into this, especially yeah. now that we have so many podcasts. I mean, Aaron knows. Uh, uh, luckily, uh, the Everything Bagel Train is a was a well a well oiled machine, so I don't have to tend to it. Mm. But uh, Aaron knows I'm messaging uh, the Hunt for the Paranormal. <laughs> I'm messaging and, him, and plus, I mean, like left and right, and a lot of a lot of the other shows that are on Rat House lean more towards like like comics after dark you guys have you like there's there's diversity in each podcast yeah. there's diversity in each show yeah. but like with with this show with everything bagel it's it's more centered towards like music or centered towards like, yes, like conversation you know mm-hmm. and so like I try to take care of all of that so that you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you don't have to deal with that kind of shit. Like, yeah. The when I do need your help is for stuff like this, like fucking editing and like because yeah. I don't know how to do that kind of crap. So I'm learning it now. Mm-hmm. I'm getting it now. But like, but you know, for a long time it was just like, here's the shit. Do whatever you want to do with it. And yes. like, and that's that's how you know. And luckily, Bean is a guy that. Will just he'll figure everything out. Bean, yeah, Bean so is is he'll spend awesome. an afternoon looking at videos on YouTube, mm-hmm. and he'll be like, "Okay, I figured it out. I got you know, I I need this, and we need this, and okay, we got it. All right." And then he'll fucking he'll spend an afternoon and and put the pieces together, and then we'll <laughs> yeah. you know, and then we'll That's figure the it out. Yeah, yeah, I remember when we were uh, when we were originally going to transfer from uh, Podbean Podbean to Squarespace to Squarespace, which is where we're at now. That's okay. who hosts. The, the the site um i had to send bean like all the like rss feed switch because originally we were going to use feed burner but we just now that you could log into your itunes a lot of people are like the fuck is he talking about but uh, now that you can log into your itunes you could just reroute your feed basically doesn't matter what website you go to all you have to do is go into itunes now and update it yeah. So it eliminates the need for feed burner, but we didn't know that. Yeah. So we like we were struggling so hard, and that was one of those moments where like I'm pulling out my hair because yeah. you know I, I, you're essentially moving out of your apartment and trying to move into a house, and you're like, well, we, did we forget anything? Yeah. You know, and what do you mean the fucking couch uh, doesn't fit out? <laughs> like yeah. it was a lot of stuff, and it was stressful. But you know, we got there, and and we're here, and I couldn't be more proud to produce. I think at this moment it's like almost eight shows. We so, have yeah. a well, she's dead and everything bagel. I count as as two, but you know they're it's, they're one in the same. It's under the uh, everything bagel umbrella. So. Yes, yeah. uh, that's life. Comics after dark. Hunt for the paranormal. Uh, we're about to be pr- producing a hooray for Jose. Um, we're in talks with Dan Fogler to take over the Dan Fogler three uh, D four uh, D experience. Um, we have another one in the works. Uh, we're just trying to work out all the kinks. Hmm. It is called Bikes, Brews, and BS. Mm-hmm. And it's literally about like people that are into biking and stuff. And it's also guys that like, you know, BS and they have a mm-hmm. beer or two. So uh, that'll be eight podcasts uh, uh, once, b- probably by the end of the year. Nice. Mm-hmm. So uh, like I said, the, the vision has finally come to, you know, it's it's been a long journey, dude. <laughs> it's been a long journey. But I mean... It seems with every door that that is opening, it's been nothing but awesomeness, which is why we're sitting here in the Rat Cave, (laughs) recording at Rat Manor. Nerd Central. (laughs) And that's why Steve's uh, able to be behind a desk that I totally painted 
the backside because it wasn't brown. So it's just compressed sawdust faded brown. Hey man, it works. No, well now that we have the high quality video, they're gonna they're gonna notice. Wouldn't have noticed had you not said anything. It's all good. Yeah, thank you for letting me uh, uh, piss and moan about, and and also at the same time whip it out and say, look how big it is about Rouse. But yeah, yeah. it's um, it's uh, yeah, it's been a journey. I and I can't believe that I'm here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, and, and, and I I hope it's the same thing for you too, Steve, because you've made several friends now in the music community to the point where like. Bands come into town and they they hit you up and like, do you want to hang out? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been able, I've been lucky enough to to hang out with with some with some really cool people. Um, I've had the opportunity to go to shows and not been able to make them because of family commitments and last minute things with like my son and stuff. So like, and then plus, it's just really fucking hard for me to drive to like L.A. from yeah. where I live, and I just like, uh, and like, I don't. And real quick, little tangent time. I don't know why the fuck a lot of bands all of a sudden want to play shows on Sundays. <laughs> why? Well, no, 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 because what they do is they play the Saturday shows and Friday shows in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and they choose like, okay, we could either go to Orange County or we go to Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Which one do y'all want to go to? And it's like, hmm. Which so, one pays more? Or yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so like, that, and that was one of the main reasons is because like, I have commitments on Sundays mm-hmm. and I can't make it to a show. And then plus I get up really fucking early in the morning mm-hmm. to, to go to work. And so it's just like, it's Im- almost impossible for me to go to a show that is outside of, yeah. Yeah. Of Ventura County. Yeah. But that's why know. like not to be mean, like where I'm at, yeah. I at least get to go to like, I get to go to orange County and go to the observatory. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they have matinee showings at 12 and I'm like, deuces. And I just like <laughs> ride over there. It's great. Nice. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great for something like inventory. <laughs> Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, we have like like three or four venues in Ventura County that, or like in Ventura that that like. I like the garage. This is the, nice. the garage is nice. Uh, yeah. The Ventura Theater is nice, but it's just that's like bigger shows. Like like last, I think it was last night actually. Pennywise played there, hmm. and uh, Pennywise strung out Unwritten Law, oh. and uh, um, there was someone else. But anyway. Uh, and then I think tonight, uh, Suicidal Tendencies and Good Riddance are playing there. Really? Yeah. Can we cancel the podcast and just <laughs> yeah. do that? Because they yeah. played they played Santa Cruz last night, and my yeah. uh, my drummer Cassie ended up going to that show. Yeah, I've seen. So she it. drove all the way up. Yeah. I think it's like a six hour drive. To oh wow, Santa Cruz. But then again, like she's which, as much as she doesn't try to do her claim to fame, she's totally. Like she's the drummer of Union Thirteen. People know her, mm-hmm. so she was on stage with like, uh, with um, uh, what was the band again? We just said Suicidal. Yeah, she was on stage with Suicidal. <laughs> yeah, with and fucking, just like, yeah, oh with my gosh, Mike. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, you know, Ventura Theater gets shows. Their sound is kind of shitty. They have a really shitty, uh, shitty sound system that they've never fixed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we uh, should get into a song and then get into that shitty then, sound. Well, actually, this is the last song. Oh no! Is the, it? Yeah. So I was going to close the episode with this right. song. So, but uh, can we get into that real quick? You could go for it. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I'm going to probably like try to alter your mic just so you can come in hotter. Uh, but have you guys ever been, like? I recently uh, with Josh from Pot of the Dam went to Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. At the forum. Oh yeah, you're telling time. me about that, dude. 
I've never experienced such a crappy sound system. Like I, I, everybody's like, oh my God, the forum is the place to go. No, it's not. <laughs> and on top of it, I am, I'm actually really appreciative because yeah. I got like really good earbuds for the Blink show. So like at first I'm listening to like everything and I'm like, man, like I could hear, you know, with it in, I'm like, I could hear everything pretty clear. You know, it's not that loud. This is weird. And then right when I undid it, dude, it's just a wall of like, yeah, like, and I was like, oh my God, they sound horrible. And I like plugged it right back in, dude. It was just too loud, especially for an indoor venue. It's one Very of those more unnecessary. Ones, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I I can't really judge the forum because I've only been to one show there, and it was my first concert ever. And we talked about it actually last a year. year ago. Yes, you yeah. went to go see I saw, Ozzy. I saw no, I saw no, Black. Black Sa- Sabbath. I saw the original Black Sabbath. Nice. Uh, and then System of a Down. System of a Down opened the show. No one had ever heard of them really. They they had ju- the first album had just come out. Oh, wow. So the one with the hand and spiders. Yeah. Well, those guys—they actually used to hang out a lot in Whittier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're from, yeah, they're from Los Angeles. Yeah, they? they're yeah. like in this from general like, yeah. kind of area. Yeah. And so they, you know, like they opened the show for the Deftones. Like the Deftones were supposed to open the show. Oh, be- but uh, Stephen Carpenter broke his arm, so they had to drop out. And so they plucked System of a Down off the strip, and uh, and then Pantera played, and then Black Sabbath played, and and like I mean I was. In seventh grade, at the time. <laughs> so Damn, you're loud, dude. Go ahead, continue. So like, I uh, there we go. I sound a lot better now. Oh, was I turning you up? I don't know what you were. You're not the second one, but okay. Yeah. Go on. Go on. Let's go. Cool. Yeah. Okay. We're good. Anyway, talk um, real quick, Aaron. Hey. One more time. Yep. There we go. There okay. we go. Now you're even with us. All right. Yeah. So yeah. like. I mean, I'm in seventh grade, so what the fuck do I know about good or bad sound? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just, I'm, what I'm seeing is the most amazing thing in the world. Yeah, exactly. So like, I can't, I can't say whether or not, and that plus that was almost 20 years ago. So, yeah. you know, my first concert, I think we already talked about it was that Lodo show with mm. like, with, uh, with Sex Pistols and stuff. But the first time I really like experienced like a really good concert where I knew every, every song from every band, mm. unfortunately well, but fortunately, was a summer sanitarium, mm-hmm. and it was Metallica. Oh God, Limp Biscuit, and Limp Biscuit was booed <laughs> off stage because mm-hmm. dumbass Fred Durst was like, "Fuck Los Angeles," and being in an arena with nothing but cholos, I'm sure you can imagine what happened next. Yeah. Everybody that had a bottle, yeah. all getting hooked. <laughs> and the only way he saved the show was he came on and he did the cover of "Behind Blue Eyes" by the Who, and then he did. Uh, then he did Faith, and then he closed out with uh, then Nookie, then Break Stuff, mm-hmm. then Left. Yeah. So if it wasn't for that, but yeah, but Lincoln Park, <laughs> who was my favorite band at mm-hmm. the time, did the same exact set list that they did for their Live in Texas nice. album. So you not only I basically. It may not be the exact place I was at, but if I watch that DVD and listen to that album, it's essentially the same exact experience. And I've seen, you know, going back to the Ventura Theater, I've seen some amazing shows at the Ventura Theater, and I've seen some of the worst, and it's just, it's all due to the sound system. Some Mm -hmm. days they got it. Some days they fucking... What about for Death Cab? You saw Death Cab, right? I saw Death Cab in Santa Barbara. I saw Death Cab at the Santa Barbara Bowl with the explosions in the sky, and that was a beautiful, from opening band to closing band, was great. So like they, they sounded awesome. Yeah. Um Death Cab especially sounded fucking great. But uh 
like I've seen, you know, I saw, um, I've saw fucking numerous Dropkick Murphy shows at, at the Ventura Theater, and almost all of them have sounded great. You know, I saw Slayer at the Ventura Theater with Arch Enemy and Hatebreed, and hmm. all three of them sounded like dog shit. And, and, you know, I, so it's just, it's hit or miss. Like you don't know yeah, what you're getting at, at. That's how it was when I went to Pennywise. I went to the three shows that Pennywise had and like. Which, by, which album did they play all the way through when you went? Uh, the first three. So it is the first, the, the self title. You went, oh, you saw all I three nights. All three nights. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So Cause they're was, doing about time tonight or they did it last night. Oh no. Okay. So I already, yeah, I was, I was there for that. So it yeah. was. Um, self-titled unknown road and about time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when I saw them, like every other band sounded like crap, especially death by mm-hmm. stereo. Cause I think what they did was they left the settings. So supposedly they're like, Oh, like whatever. But it felt like they left the settings for Pennywise and just let the other bands play Shit. over it. And yeah. it sounded dude. And like at the, uh, it's not the forum, it's the palladium, the that you palladium. Saw it's just a giant wall of bass. Yeah, like to the point, like yeah. it, like like you could feel it. That's that's funny because I I went to the Palladium with it was me and my brother in law and my friend Kyle went to go see uh, Death Clock. <laughs> really, we saw, we saw Death Clock, High on Fire, Mastodon. And, you were at that one. And, it was uh, Mastodon and, headlining, and right? Converge. Yes, I'm no, 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 no. jealous. Death Clock headline headlined. Really, Mastodon <laughs> played. All of um, fuck crack the sky. They played all of crack the sky. Left, came back out, and then played songs from each of their records. It, they played like an hour set, really. And then Death Clock came out Did, and played f- for like an hour and a half. And it was they blew Mastodon off the. Did it you? Just, well, because of the screen and everything. Well, they had. it was just no, no, no. no. It, and I love Mastodon. I love all of their records. I own all of their shit. Uh. Death Clock destroyed everything that night. They were fucking unreal. Do you do you know like Death Clock fairly well or no? Yes, I do. Okay, so did they play uh, "Go Forth and Die"? It, they, they the second album had just been out for maybe a couple months. So okay. Death Album Two had just been out for a couple months. They played everything. Do they played fucking Mermaider? They played fucking Go Mermaider, Forth and Die. Mermaider, they played Mermaider. all that shit. They played uh, so awesome. yeah, briefcase full of guts. Well, the Ooh. reason I ask is because Thunder Horse, all that shit. Before there was copyrights on mm-hmm. YouTube and everything, uh, for Comics After Dark, our original intro was Go Forth and Die, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that's why the intro. Like I originally wanted to do something similar to yeah. that, but it didn't end up working they out. They played. Like they played fucking they they basically played like every song they have the so fucking the gears fucking laser cannon death sentence fucking <laughs> uh you know bloodlines all that shit they but the sound everything. was great and the sound was perfect yeah, that's the thing not, a lot of these like it. upper bands they'll come with their own sound yeah. guys like they won't leave it up to chance yeah, yeah like, and leave the sound engineer and they'll have so, their yeah. own guys hey fix it and, and I've and seen they don't you know at the Venture Theater you talked about Death by Stereo I've seen Death by Stereo at the Venture Theater and they sounded great but then. I've seen them other times at the Ventura Theater. I've seen them numerous times there, and they've sounded like shit. Yeah. Bob was playing. And, yeah, and it was, <laughs> and it was, you know, I saw them with TSOL. Death by, Death by Sarah sounded like dog shit. TSOL comes out, sounds perfect, and it's and see like, that's what I'm saying. I I, yeah. I feel like they're always like, they're, you think that you're getting something so great, mm-hmm. and like they're like, no, we're just gonna let them all play. They're all, they're all punk. They all yeah. sound the same, and no, it's like it yeah. doesn't. What about? Have you ever had any? 
bad experiences with sound? Uh, no, I just like uh, hearing, like I went to Taste of Chaos uh, last year and they had a bunch of bands thrice played for like the first time in Oof. years. But they that changed up great. their sounds here and there as for like different songs. Each album has like a different feel yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. So every time they would play a song, they would do a couple and then they would switch it all up. And because of that, they probably play like seven songs or so. You know, it yeah, took a while. That, that I heard people complaining and... about that, but they don't understand how the sound they don't, yeah, works. They don't yeah. get it. They don't, you know, they don't get that. There's yeah. work behind it to make them sound good, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. come out crystal clear. <laughs> yeah. But. And it was funny, like I saw a show a couple years ago at the, like, the Tattoo Expo the used was playing and Bert fell off the stage and broke his arm, but oh. didn't know and just continued playing. Yeah, that- <laughs> but he was drunk. That so happened with that happened with um, with the U. No, no you just said you. Sorry, uh, Foo Fighters, and mm-hmm. that's how uh, Dave Grohl broke his leg. And it was funny because like they made it. He actually fell off and like yelled out loud, "I think I broke my leg." Yeah. And they like pro- They they basically told him like, "You broke your leg," and they propped he it up and he continued. Off. And then after that, it became a joke because they had to cancel a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. And he came back home, and then it got to the point where they're like, "Well, you could. W- can I walk?" And they're like, "Well, yeah." So it became the break a leg tour, and they were selling yeah, shirts just of that. with like brings the, a whole new meaning. The, yeah, so and that's break when, a leg. No, that's when that's he got when the guitar got of the, thrones. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, like, I I still believe to this day, uh, Dave Grohl is the the greatest uh, rock, uh, not only performer but artist. Well, just because of, of his passion for it. Yeah, yeah, because he's know, the only one that's like like, hey, Lemmy, what are you doing today? I got nothing to do. You want to you want to jam out? This right. is great. We should make this a song, and they yeah. record it. Like, that's the way he is. He's and just always wanting to play. You, like uh, you were talking about how like he you know broke his leg, and that should have been the end of it. And then yeah, he, no. you know, came, the, James far Hid- from it. James Hitfield did the same thing. He got lit on fire during a <laughs> fucking show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they fucking you know they did whatever they had to do to his arm. They fucking had it in a full cast, and and then and they got their guitar tech. He's like, well, I can still sing. Can well, you play? Yeah, yeah. And they, their guitar tech knows all of their songs like the back of his hand. So yeah, Kanye West yeah, goes so. home as soon as he hears his wife got m- fake mugged in Paris. <laughs> but uh, mugged. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> air quotes. You know, like like you were saying with with the Dave Grohl thing, like you could that could easily been the end of a tour. And you, you look at a band mm. like Guns and Roses where. It, it Axel was, just Axel being was the Kanye West of of rock, rock and roll. Like yeah, he would, yeah. you know, I don't, fuck this, and then he would just leave, and then like Jeez. riots would pull. You know, the night that James Hetfield got those burns on his fucking half his body, Guns and Roses could have gone out and okay. been the hero and played a blistering three hour set, played all the hits, nope. fucking just saved the day. And yeah. what do they do? He plays like fifteen minutes and says fuck this, and then walks off the stage, and then Montreal destroys itself because the two biggest bands in America just said fuck you and yeah that's all they were looking forward to and yeah, like, oh, and I, I can't imagine that tour was cheap so like yeah, yeah. you know so you're in the Midwest exactly. this is all you got looking forward to the exactly. last year and, so, and then they cancel not know, only did they cancel you know, they get up you know, tease you how often <laughs> later and this is Montreal give me a little like, taste like how, <laughs> you know in Montreal at the time I don't, I don't know how often those bands tour through Canada it's like it's not often and then, you know, they could have played the hero and then, exactly. no, you know, and so like, like shit like that happens. Which well, yeah, just but shows... that, that's why you always appreciate the, the ones that yeah. continue it and stay yeah. through. Like I saw Ralphie May at the Laugh Factory and he played like three hours. Like we had to wait an extra hour just mm-hmm. to get inside because he gave us all 
like three four hour sh- sets yeah oh, just, the comedian yeah. yeah 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 it was just amazing yeah yeah and see, and that's why we support the bands that we're going to be playing right now because yeah. they they are in there in the trenches, and not only do they appreciate every play, but they also appreciate every show that they get, and that's uh-huh. just the way it is when you're a band, you know, just wanting to get out there and making music and not backed up by uh, by big record labels. If you uh, if you get a chance, I guess we're going to go ahead and close the mm-hmm. show out now. We're about at an hour and a half. Jesus, are we? Um, yeah. It doesn't even feel like I'm gonna, it. I'm going to go ahead and thank Aaron for coming and sitting in with us for a little bit. It's Voice nice of God, to today. Oh. We will, uh, I'll, I'll be you know hanging out with him for a couple more hours here today. Yes, sir. Uh, thanks again to Matt for uh, allowing me to come to Nerd Central and, and hang out for a little while. And uh, Rat House Studios. And, uh, the um, end of the Rat Cave. The uh, Dork Garage. And At then, Rat uh, Manor. Um, you do realize you're part of the network, yes, so you're a dork I do. too. So I'm like, I'm like, you, you the guy with the Zelda shield on his yeah, arm. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's the fu- you know. and the ripoff Slayer that's shirt, which everybody can see now on uh, YouTube. Uh, by the way, go ahead and make sure to listen to uh, the next "She's Dead" because uh, I will be. She's will Dead be is coming back. Yes, it is making its triumphant return with season two. Yes. So uh, everything bagel. Uh, srb.podbean.com is where you can find all the old fucking shit that we had on there. Uh, any of the old episodes, if you want to check those out, you can look us up on iTunes, the Everything Bagel Podcast. You can check us out at rathouse.net, R-A-T-T-H-A-U-S.net. True story. As well as all the other podcasts that are on rathouse.net. Uh, ebpodcast.tumblr.com is where you can go to find the links to all of these bands that I play today and any day on this show. Um, lift use the lift promo code like Matt said earlier it does well for you and it does well for us Uh, who doesn't like to save a little bit of money and who wants to get a fucking DUI nowadays you really don't want to do that so I sometimes use it just because I'm lazy so I mean that's the best reason to use it you're going to LA you don't want to deal with you don't want to fucking deal with that shit you're gonna you know we're but you know you're gonna you're you're gonna spend money on gas or you're gonna spend money on Lyft relaxing in the backseat look you're at the key club but you want to go down to Amoeba and buy some records real quick dude use a Lyft man especially with Lyft because they use the great uh, background check on it, unlike Uber. So. Unlike Uber, that you don't get the fucking guys that beat your ass yeah, or exactly. want to assault you, or you know, Lyft takes their time. They 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 know what they're doing and they do it really well. So the last band that we're going to play on here is a band called Supercontinent. They are no longer around. They are defunct. Uh, one of the members of the band, Matt Gauntlet, is in a band called Nightkin. He was in that. He uh, is in that band with members of um, the Black Dahlia Murder, ex-members of the Black Dahlia Murder. Um, the band Supercontinent also featured one of my favorite artists, if not my favorite artist and graphic screen printer artist deluxe extraordinaire Dave Clock. He played bass in this band. Okay. Uh, Matt Gauntlet, going back to Matt, is in. And another band that I, I believe is defunct now as well, they're called Incisor. They're an instrumental thrash band that is insane. Basically, what I'm telling you is Matt Gauntlet and is Dave Clock are fucking geniuses, both of them. They're great musicians and they're great artists. And this band, if you can find this record, please buy it. I think you can get it on iTunes, I think. Okay. But I got it through a, a, a mail order a mail hmm. order thing that like I I was looking for it and I finally found it and I paid like, a stupid amount of money so that I can find to have this record. It's called Valbara V A A L B A R A. 
and it's by the band Supercon. It came out in 2008. It is a fucking beautiful post-metal record. Um, please, please, please check it out. All right. And do it, check out anything that Matt Gauntlet and Dave Clock touch because it's going to be good no matter what it is. So uh, this last song is called Earthrise. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today, me and Matt and Aaron. Um, I'm at Mingstein on Instagram, and Bean is at Bean Does Stuff on Instagram. Matt, do you want to plug yeah, where yeah. you're at? Uh, go ahead, and you can follow Rat House on Twitter and Instagram, R-A-T-T-H-A-U-S. Uh, we got the next uh, show for the hunt for the paranormal on Sunday. We tried a little something different with the editing, so let us know if you like that. Yeah, and on top of it, um, yeah, yeah. And then uh, remember, you could always find the hunt for the paranormal podcast uh, either at Rat House, R-A-T-T-H-A-U-S, on Instagram, or you could go directly to their Facebook, uh, Hunt for the Paranormal Podcast. Uh, just search it up in Facebook. Yep. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks again, and I will see you guys next time. Later. Later.